Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Friday, November 27th. And Jeremy, how's your uh, Thanksgiving hangover feeling? Food hangover, I should say. <laughs> uh hang i mean food hangover is uh fine i'm i'm Good. feeling great i feel like yeah. a million bucks today i don't know about you but uh yeah it was a really good day and good. uh yeah. how about you yeah yeah no things things were good i was definitely feeling the effects this morning i think i we had we had dinner yesterday pretty early so i i kind of hit a wall late night but yeah. uh woke up this morning feeling pretty good and uh do you uh, do, do you eat do you do the dinner and then maybe have a little bit of leftovers that same day or, or is it like one and done for you no it's usually the two i didn't yesterday just because we had so many desserts uh okay. we had all types of pies these chocolate uh things the hot chocolate things that your wife made it was wonderful by the way yeah i'm, I'm glad you liked them yeah yeah so we had a lot of uh, a lot of treats to get through, so I didn't end up going for leftovers. But that means more leftovers for today, so that was good. Yeah, that's solid. I uh, I'm typically or in the past I had been like two. Well, I used to have to go like two Thanksgivings in a day. Now yeah. that we're trying to cut the cut the transmission and uh, amount of people being seen, it was only one Thanksgiving, so that's why you know I didn't have to deal with two meals. So I feel I mean I feel like a prize fighter today <laughs> but well as as you know uh although we did have a holiday yesterday maxion uh it never sleeps so we're we're right back on the uh on the board today with we got a, a couple football or a one football game a couple basketball games going on what are uh what are you watching what are you excited for yeah well you know since we had our last podcast podcast episode um been watching a lot of hoops not gonna lie Yep. Um, some good hoops, and, and we'll get into kind of today as we tape this podcast. We just watched kind of – I've watched a couple good basketball games, a couple good Mac games today um, for sure that we'll get. We'll talk about in a second. Uh, watched, obviously, Turkey Day football, NFL. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, gearing up for today's game as, as we're kind of taping this about an hour before Central Michigan and Eastern Michigan play live from the factory. And then uh, you and I back in that command center tomorrow to watch the other five games. So yeah, yeah, yeah big, uh, big five game slate. Yeah, can't wait. So what? What about you? What have you uh, had your eyes on? Yeah, uh, like you said, a lot of a lot of NFL stuff yesterday. But uh, I just got the the pleasure of watching, like you said, uh, Ohio women's basketball knock off number twenty two in the nation in uh, yeah. Notre Dame. Shout out in, Cats. Yep, in in Athens too at home. I know there's no fans allowed there, but. You know, it, it always helps when you're playing at home against these big teams, you know. So, uh, great win for Bob Bolden and the Cats to kick off the season for sure. And I know with the shortened non-conference play, that, that'll probably uh, play a big part in, in what they do this season. So, I'm, I'm very happy for them. Yeah, and then I, I watched the end of that one. And then I watched uh, the Ohio men take on number eight Illinois and came down to the final seconds. And Bobcats just, uh, you know, got edged, got clipped, but in Champaign, losing by two to uh, the number eight team in the nation. Uh, and Jason Preston just put on a show. Um, yeah. I believe it was 31 points, eight assists, and six rebounds. Um, and, and, and as a point guard, what he's probably going to be most happy about is zero turnovers. So. Yeah. Uh, to have a game like that, uh, I saw the mentions before we hopped on here, a lot of national attention, even though 
the Bobcats got the loss. I'm sure they would have rather a win. Uh, Preston, definitely a, a household name after that game. And again, congrats to Bob Bolden and, and the Ohio women's team for beating Notre Dame. I think, didn't they win the championship like two years ago? Yeah. Yep. Pretty Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's huge. And then Toledo, I was watching play Xavier and they were playing really well and just got edged. So, you know, we're right there. Uh, you know, BG hung with Michigan the other day. Same with Eastern Michigan, really, with, with Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah. So, uh, just as predicted on the men's side, I, I think, uh, and, and we already know the women are going to be a strong conference uh, for us or yeah. strong teams, uh, that the men, uh, you know, we, we have definitely some, some teams that can play. And, you know, they just – just haven't been able to pull those off at the end, but uh, excited for what's to come from, from all of our squads. Yeah, and I don't know about you. I know we, we get to see it a lot more than other people, but it's cool for me, like, seeing Jason Preston, like, kind of come on the scene last year. We got – you and me got to see a lot more of him than the, the rest of the nation did. And so just to have that, like, coming out game where, where people are starting yeah. to talk about him as an elite point guard in the nation, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and and you know, to the other games that I've watched here and there, yep. been able to watch. I mean, Justin Turner goes and has a really good game against Michigan. Yep. I just saw Marion Jackson against Xavier was really playing well. Yeah, too. Spencer the other night. So uh, yeah, we we have some some real uh, dudes that can play and 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 gals that can play ball in this conference, as we talk about all the time. And um, uh, I yeah, it's it's like a few days in, and I'm pumped for you know, the continuation of hoop season. And once we in the, get into conference play, I think we're going to have some real uh, knockdown, drag-out battles on both the men's and women's side. Absolutely. Well, let's let's talk a little football before we get into our, our big guests today. Um, obviously, yeah. we have we got Central Michigan and Eastern Michigan coming to you in just a little under an hour, I guess, as we're, as we're recording this. But uh, like we mentioned, big five-game slate, and I would say probably highlighted by that Kent State-Buffalo undefeated matchup here. Oh, yeah, no question. Uh, that's games on CBS at noon tomorrow. And uh, both teams, we're, we're going to see. We're going to see. I mean, both offenses, tops in the country. Uh, I don't think – I think Dustin Crum, Jared Peters, Patterson, sorry. Yep. Jared Patterson are uh, household names. I, I like how I messed that up when he's household name and I messed I up. I know, yeah, yeah, real but, smooth. Yeah, real smooth. But Jared Jer Patterson and Dustin Crum are, are household names, especially after our midweek matching games. And both teams undefeated. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that one. Um, you know, it's great that it's going to be. Yeah, what's that saying? It's an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. I think, I think sure. that, that, that's what we got going on for us Saturday. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it, no doubt. No doubt. That's that's the highlight matchup as as both teams being undefeated uh, and, and you know, that's not to discount everything else, but I think when you have two teams that just haven't lost yet, that's clearly on everyone's radar. Yep. And I think that that brings us into our guest probably for the day. We're uh, going to bring on uh, Dustin Crum, quarterback of the uh, Kent State Golden Flashes. Obviously, uh, he's, a, he's a recurring guest now, Jerry. We can, we can yeah, recurring guest. And a uh, friend of the podcast, if you will. And um, so we're obviously lucky to have Dustin on again. Um, just to just talk about, you know, the season so far and, and the success that him and his team have been having, you know, um, headed into these really important matchups. Yeah, well, look, we, we had to bring him on. We we had him on uh, before the season began, kind of after we announced that football was 
was going to get ramped back up. We wanted to talk to him, especially coming off a bowl win last year and how the flash has turned things around. And then fresh off winning national offensive player of the week honors. Uh, you know, there was, there was no doubt in our mind of who we wanted to bring on. So yep. with that, uh, enjoy this interview with Dustin Crum. All right, everybody. We have a very special guest with us. Uh, second time back with us uh, now in kind of probably two months, three months. I don't know. Uh, we have Dustin Crum, Kent State quarterback. Uh, Dustin, thanks for joining us uh, again today. And um, how, how are you doing? Good, good. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, just kind of excited so far how the season's gone. Kind of looking forward to this week's game against Buffalo. Sure. I mean, so we had to bring you on because, uh, you know, last week you had quite a week. I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, a 348 yards passing, five touchdowns. You've been named to various award lists and um, distinction this week, including the Walter Camp uh, National Offensive Player of the Week, Davey O'Brien, grade eight, and of course the the Mac Player of the Week. We can't leave that out. But uh, that you share with uh, Jared Patterson, who also had quite a day. Uh, what what's been working for you through these first three games? It's not just a this past week thing, but um, you know what's working for you, uh, and and also, well, we'll just start. With, we'll just start there. Yeah, um, I mean, I think we've done a good job each week of getting better. Uh, I think uh, we've kind of developed some practice habits um, over the last few weeks that have allowed us to kind of fine-tune some of our passing game things and kind of sharpen up a little bit in that way. And then, like I said, I mean, just kind of some of the uh, younger guys getting some games under their belt, I think it's helped a lot and kind of allowed us to get rolling and build some momentum. Yeah, and I mean, last time we talked to you, we were talking to you basically because you were named to all these preseason award watch lists and, and things of that nature. Are you, I guess, and your team expect, are you expected to, you know, what you guys have done already this year? That's a hard question to ask. I'm sorry I asked. It's, it's such a weird way, but I don't know if anyone really knew what I was talking about, but. Live up to the expectations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah. It's a Monday. It's all right. Yeah, I know. It was a struggle. Um, I mean, I think, I think we definitely had high expectations on ourselves. I mean, I think we have higher expectations than most people probably outside of can do. So, I mean, for us, that's definitely, it's kind of just been the standard and what we expect from ourselves. Um, but obviously, I mean, this week will be a huge test of that against Buffalo. Obviously, it was one of the favorites to win the mat going in. So, it'll uh, obviously kind of put to the test where we're at right now as a team. And we'll kind of, it'll be, it'll be good to kind of see where we're at going up against one of the best teams in the conference. Well, for those, um, we talk about it a lot on our podcast here, but for maybe you don't know or others don't know, you know, Eric and I spend like our weeknights and now going to be the weekends, like cutting up the clips and putting out stuff on social media throughout the games. And I'll be honest, it's a uh, flash fast indeed, because we can't <laughs> keep up half the time. I mean, you guys don't give us a break uh at all and it's like we look up we're cutting something we look up here's another touchdown here's another touchdown i yeah. i bring that up but at the same time i talked about what's working talk about your offensive line how much they've meant to you and because it seems like when we're watching the games it's kind of my point to all this we're watching the games you have all the time in the world back there to do what you want to do yeah they've done a great job this year i mean they've definitely grown each week uh, no matter what five we have up there and whatever combination, they've done a really good job. 
Uh, and honestly, that's that's one of my favorite things. It's kind of the next day to go back and just watch some of the pass part and some of the run blocking and just watch guys bombing people. Um, I honestly love that part of the game. And uh, it's really cool to see those guys up there uh, just do their thing and just get physical and do what they need to do. And that's kind of something that, I mean, like obviously anyone that knows football, linemen don't always get the recognition they deserve. So it's something we kind of put a spotlight on usually day after game and breaking down film and things like that. So it's just really cool to see those guys do their thing and be so successful for us. I mean, it's not just those guys. I mean, all of your team has had, you know, such great success. 3-0, obviously, to start the season. Um, your game against Akron got almost a million views on uh, on uh, ESPN. Um, just talk about, you know, your team feeling like uh, you're back almost, you know what I mean? Um, bringing Kent State football back, putting it back on the map. How exciting is that for you? Yeah, um, it's definitely, like, like I said, it's kind of uh, just kind of our standard expectation. Uh for ourselves, uh, like I said, we kind of just put a bar and just kind of keep trying to take it higher. So I mean, it's something we wanted to do, um, but I mean, like you said, just feel kind of get the recognition from, I guess, outside of the locker room is also cool. But at the same time, like I said, we have to kind of keep our head down and uh, look to this week because to be honest, I mean, we were kind of, we were either picked to win or kind of expected to win a lot of games we've played so far. And this is kind of one where we're on the opposite side of it going up against a team that's supposed to be the best in the conference. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to the Buffalo game and what's ahead on Saturday in a minute. But I, I do want to bring up Eric mentions the numbers for uh the over or close to a million viewers. I mean it's a little over nine hundred and fifty thousand. We'll call it close to a million. Um being on ESPN, having a game like you had uh on ESPN and getting that re- recognition again comes to the question that we ask about midweek action and what that means to to not only you, but your teammates, that you were able to display your talents on a national stage. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I think we always look to try to take advantage of and just kind of show the culture we've created. Uh, it's just, a, like you said, it's a great stage to kind of just show who we are. Uh, like you said, with Flash Fast Football and everything we've kind of established and just the way we play the game and uh, some people that kind of might not know what we're about um, to kind of just put that on display. So it's definitely something guys look forward to. And I mean, it's obviously a throw. It's kind of some schedules out of loop and some other things like that. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's definitely worth it and just an exciting opportunity for us. Yeah. And I mean, I do want to touch on the, this Buffalo game a little bit because I think it is probably the biggest game on, on that Saturday for, for us and, and for you guys as well. Um, just talk about what we can expect um, from your team and then maybe what, you know, Buffalo kind of presents. Yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously the biggest thing is going to start uh, with our defense stopping the run, obviously with Patterson and their uh, they have other talented running backs as well. And they're talented O-line. Uh, that's going to be one of the first and foremost things you have to do. Otherwise they're just going to sit on the ball and kind of shorten the game and play the way they want to. So that's just going to be huge. And then offensively, we just have to execute. Um, I mean, they're a talented uh, defense, um, but I mean, anytime you're going to put yourself behind the sticks or have negative plays, whether it be from penalties or just missed assignments, is something they you can't really afford to do against a Buffalo defense. So we just kind of got to stay on schedule and just execute plan and play out and kind of just let the game come to us a little bit. It's uh, definitely a game that you know we have circled. I think a lot of people do on the max schedule as things have uh, played out these last three weeks and. Uh, it should definitely be a fun one, no doubt. Uh, getting getting back to kind of when I brought uh, the ESPN and national notoriety, one guy you have the attention of uh, is Big Cat. 
big cat <laughs> dustin crumb time i see the videos posted uh you know kent state's an offensive juggernaut uh what else they, oh, he's got you in his top 10 people's top 10 list uh you know that's someone that i think college you know the, just him in general and his he supports the mac and the maction and everything just how much fun is that just seeing all that stuff as well yeah i mean it definitely is a lot of fun um it's kind of a little bit of what college i mean i wouldn't say it's everything but it's a little bit of what college football is about just the excitement and just kind of having fun with it um it's obviously it's not it's not the nfl we're not on uh, salary and all of that so i mean a big part of it's just having fun and enjoying playing with your teammates and going out there and just doing your thing. And so it brings a little bit of fun to it. So we kind of, we always kind of poke fun at each other, seeing what, whatever he put up or whatever has been kind of cool the past few weeks to see that. But like I said, it's just, it's just been a lot of fun so far, really. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll want to climb uh, up from 10 up his uh, people's, uh, what does he call people's? I, I was just yeah. going to ask Jeremy, where do you, where do you think Kent State's going to sit if they, if they win on, on Saturday? I think every Mac, I'll just say everything. Well, I guess only 10 Mac teams could be listed, but honorable <laughs> mentions. Uh, that's what I wrote him a, a little ways back when he said he's coming out of top 10. I said every Mac team should be in there, but I mean, Hey, you guys are, you guys are putting up, you're, you're definitely fun to watch. Uh, and you know, as we preview the game for Saturday, Buffalo has been fun to watch Eric and I, I mean, we've seen every play we've seen all the wacky plays we've seen, you know, Western Michigan playing and winning on that fake spike oh i do want to ask you that like from a quarterback's perspective we we asked western's quarterback caleb ellaby about that play is that something that you guys i mean i don't want to say it's in your playbook but is that something that you ever just think about during the game or is there a certain time when kind of at the start of a drive you you kind of know the situation say hey if it gets down to this this is what we're going to do uh i mean to be honest that one that one's such a weird situation. I don't know if that one ever really does get brought up. I mean, yeah. I mean obviously, obviously, whenever you see uh, – so every once in a while you'll see a situation where teams might, like, shift or something might happen where a receiver goes uncovered and something like that happens. But, I mean, I don't think I've ever – to be honest, I don't know if I've ever seen anything quite like that. So, definitely not something I don't think we've ever really brought up. And when we, like, we kind of pride ourselves to being a situational football team and being ready for any situation. So, to kind of see one in there, but we haven't talked about it yet. It's kind of, kind of rare. Um, I mean, obviously it was a great play by him and that receiver, just recognizing that they didn't have anyone out there uh, and taking advantage of it. So that's all for them. Yeah, no, that's what that's what makes it so fun. Is there, um, I guess my question is, is there a highlight or or a play that to you has kind of stood out for you this year already? Um, I don't. I I would say. Probably there was a – it was on like a – I don't know what you want to call it, like almost like a deep slant uh, type play where uh, I had a throw to Jay Sean Polk uh, to kind of uh, start pulling away in the BG game, which was big for us kind of uh, kind of playing in the Eastern game. We kind of let it be a lot closer than we felt we should have, and we uh, kind of had a lot of uh, self-inflicted penalties and kind of let the game stay close all the way to the end, and that was something we kind of wanted – to not repeat uh, week two in BG. And I felt like once we did that, uh, that was kind of a big confidence boost for the offense to kind of feel that we can pull away from teams and that we have the offensive capabilities to put up big, big points. And that was kind of, I think, one of the plays that kind of started that swing for us and that we've kind of been riding ever since the past two games. 
Nice. I think that last play this past week against Akron, that uh, touchdown to McCoy, how he caught that ball and, and took it the rest of the way was uh, – that was a play that has stood out. We've seen a lot of them, but uh, that was that was just a great pass by you, great catch by him, and great finish uh, to the end of that play. But um, again, the, the one thing I wanted to bring, and we didn't the last time we had you on, and it's something I wanted to ask and wrote it down. I just didn't, but uh, I think something really interesting about you is that you're majoring in aerospace engineering, and I just wanted to see how that came about. Uh, well, actually I always kind of, I knew I always kind of wanted to do some kind of engineering. Um, I always kind of like math and, uh, some sciences and things like that. Uh, and I actually, one of my high school basketball coaches, um, worked at NASA and I kind of talked to him about it a little bit. He's an electrical engineer there. And I kind of talked to him about some of the different like fields or whatever. And he said one of his that he, if he could go back that he kind of finds most interesting and loves to work with was aerospace. And so kind of talked to him about a little bit about that and uh, got interested in it a little bit. And then uh, when I ended up committing to Kent, uh, that was one of the engineering fields they had and offered. So I just uh, thought it was kind of cool and went with it. So for the, like, what's your schedule like? And like, what's the hardest class you've had to take doing an aero, being an aerospace engineering major? Um, I would say probably either, either physics two or calc three, probably um, of classes I would fail. How much, yeah. How much calc do you really need? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you get the most out of your, out of two calcs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, calc three, when you're getting kind of getting into real specific situations and things like yeah. that. Uh, so it's not something I use a ton, but <laughs> I mean, once, once you get up there, even if, even if you thought you were good at math at that point, you're still struggling. So oh, right. yeah. it, was, it was, it was pretty difficult. <laughs> Do any of those classes help you on the field? Uh, the way you think, I don't know. You know, you watch it, golfers, you watch golfers like Bryson DeChambeau and he's got all these, like, you know, he's making out yeah. things in his head and equations and stuff. I don't know. I mean, you could, I mean, you could definitely, I think, find ways to apply it if you really wanted to and break things down. You don't. Um, I mean, for me, not, not too much. I mean, it's just some, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't apply it too much, but I, you definitely could if you really wanted to, I think. Hmm. Okay. That's Interesting. That's a level I will never get to. I think Erica, I could speak for you as well. And uh, no, no speak, for, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, but I did, I did start my, my girlfriend's going back to school and she had to take M and I'll tell you what, I have no idea. I, I mean, some of the stuff in there is just impossible. You had to take what? Chemistry. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm good. It's all way so, over my head. So what do you do? I mean, you know, I, I know probably first thing is, you know, you, you mean you're playing football. You may want to continue with football. But using this degree, what's what's what do you do with it? What do you want to do with that? Yeah. Um, I don't know for sure what I want to kind of focus in. Uh I definitely kind of either would want to either probably do some either like research field or maybe design uh, parts or things like that for an airplane. So something with that possibly, but uh, like you said, I definitely still want to uh, play football for as long as I can if that opportunity is there. So I'll take advantage of that if that's an opportunity that's presented to me. Awesome. Well, we once again want to thank you for coming on with us today. Uh, uh, like I said earlier, we'll be watching. I think a lot of people will be watching on Saturday uh, a prime 
prime Mac matchup uh, between you guys mm-hmm. and Buffalo. And, you know, we wish you uh, and your teammates like continue to be safe and uh, all that good stuff so that we could play these games and uh, the best of luck moving forward. Thank you. All right. We want to once again, thank uh, Dustin Crum for coming on the podcast. Always a great interview. He's always just so insightful about, about everything he says, Jeremy. I feel like. He's uh, he's one of the more humble guys you'll ever talk yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, you know, and, and, it, and it comes through and uh, yeah, such a great guy uh, for sure. And, you know, wish him all the best on, on Saturday uh, on tomorrow's game versus Buffalo. And um it's it's gonna like we said before the interview it's it's really gonna be a good one um that people i know there's a bunch more games on when we're not competing you know when we have our midweek games we're the only game in town we're, we're gonna be competing with more games on saturday yep. but even that being said i think a lot of people should uh tune into that one yeah well it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to miss for us on saturday i mean we got four games on at at, at noon eastern time it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be tough to miss us i feel like so yeah it's gonna be great and then and then also did you see the new action speaking of action in midweek no talk to me coach tomlin's mac boys coach tomlin's oh, mac yeah. boys and the steelers uh they're they're getting moved to tuesday night so yeah. uh you know steelers have a lot of mac a lot of mac boys on that team it's been well publicized over the last couple of weeks yeah uh and and they're going to be no stranger to playing on tuesday nights to tell you that much i was going to say we'll have to expect the mac boys to show out a little bit not that they already haven't um throughout the season and they're yeah i mean they haven't three, lost but... they haven't lost a game on a sun or you know any other day but yeah. <laughs> right. uh <laughs> but hey Hey, is, is he's gonna uh i don't know if people have seen those comments and it's all in fun obviously but yeah. um you know coach tomlin's uh talking about a trap game with the big 10 the mac and then big ben firing back and then robert spillane and and the rest of the guys from the mac on the steelers taking a picture with coach tomlin last week and yeah maybe maybe we need to get on our social account and say hey since that game was moved to tuesday good thing you have all those mac guys yeah i, I think that's a great idea used to, used to the spotlight as we say but um, yeah yeah like we said got a lot of games going on on saturday uh we look forward to to bringing you that and all the highlights and um recaps from those games uh, but jeremy uh, until then what do you say we get some action let's get some action let's go the time of the man. There is the time of the man.